In a recent Fox News op-ed, two-time Attorney General Bill Barr warned, counterfeit drugs continue to threaten the lives and health of millions of Americans. Joining us on our Tri-County Contracting Hotline is former AG Bill Barr. And sir, what's motivated you to take on this cause? Well, the ravaging of our communities, and especially young people with counterfeit drugs, I think we all know the very acute problem that fentanyl poses and how drugs are being made to look like Adderall, Percocet, Xanax, and so forth, but they actually contain potentially lethal amounts of fentanyl, and that's what's driving all the drug overdose deaths. But there's a broader problem, which is organized crime around the world producing drugs, even drugs like anti-cancer drugs, anti-HIV drugs, and so forth, and trying to uh, insinuate them into our drug distribution system here. And that exploits older people and poses severe health risks to Americans. So we have to get our arms around this, and part of it is educating people. So I really uh, am I'm glad that you're uh, having this program and informing people about this problem. Where are these pills coming from, specifically? Well, the pills that involve fentanyl are coming from Mexico. The fentanyl itself, the precursors, the chemicals that are used to make fentanyl come mainly from China, but they also come from places like India. And those precursor chemicals are ordered up by groups that are working for the Mexican cartels. And then the pills are fabricated mostly in Mexico, but they've started to set up some production plants here in the U.S. And they're made to look like and labeled as legitimate drugs, as I said, like Xanax and Percocet and so forth. And then they're they're not distributed in the drugstores. They're distributed over the Internet and through social media. And that's what's causing most of the uh, increase in drug overdose right now. Now, My understanding is that between like 2019 and 2021 deaths from fake pills more than doubled. Was this crisis on your radar while you were heading the Justice Department? Oh, yes. It was overall drug deaths, mainly by opioids. And when I went into the department, it was approximately 70,000 a year, and it was flat initially. And then during the very last part of my tenure, the fentanyl started being introduced in very high amounts. And we actually brought down opioid deaths initially because a lot of those were due to the diversion of legitimate opioid made in the United States and then diverted out of the market. And once we started getting a hold on that, unfortunately, fentanyl started coming in and these Mexican pills. And that's the thing that has been out of control since I left office. We've had the numbers soar now up to 109,000 overdoses, deaths a year, and that's driven by the fentanyl. What are they doing to stop the influx of these counterfeit drugs? Because they are very small, it's not like big bulk packages like marijuana used to be and even the kilos of cocaine and so forth. These are small pills and they're coming over and based on seizures, it's escalating. Now, one thing we have within our control that we could do is secure the border more because a lot of this stuff obviously is coming across the border. And the freer the access to the border, the higher the amount that comes in. So we have to do that. And then we do these investigations of the distribution networks in the United States. And there have been massive seizures. Just the other day in Boston, there was one that, you know, they had enough uh, fentanyl to kill, uh, you know, a lot of the country. Uh, And and, uh, so there are these, we're seizing it. uh, The United States government is seizing it. But at the end of the day, 
we're going to have to bring a lot more pressure on Mexico to get control over these cartels because they're acting with impunity down in Mexico. They're not really under pressure in Mexico, and therefore they're free to operate. And we, we have to start pushing the Mexicans to be much more aggressive with the cartels. But on the demand side, one of the most important things is what we're talking about here today. And explain to young people that they may think they're taking a study drug or a party drug or a anxiety drug, and they get it from a friend, and it's potentially uh, their last moments alive. And when you go outside the authorized system, that is, you don't buy your drugs in a registered and, and licensed drugstore, you're taking your life into your hands. We're talking with former Attorney General Bill Barr. And, sir, in your first term as AG, you wrote a report, and it argued for the case for more incarceration. Do you think that would make a difference in the distribution of these fake pills? I definitely think that people who are involved in fentanyl is is not just a drug, it's a poison. And to me, when you sell fentanyl, it's like shooting into a crowd. You know that you're going to be killing people. And... I think we should have the strongest possible penalties against people who distribute fentanyl and similar kinds of drugs like that. And because there's so much money involved, the temptation is so high because of the money. One of the only ways to inhibit it is to promise very strong penalties. Now, that alone can't win uh, the battle, but it's an important thing that we have to have. Um, now, a lot of the gangs that are coming across uh, the border and, and, and reinforcing gangs that are already here, they're involved in the distribution of these drugs, and we have to go after them, too. There are a lot of steps that we have to take. We have to put more pressure on the Chinese to clamp down on the production of these precursor chemicals and to control their shipments much more carefully so they're not going to the cartels. Former Attorney General Bill Barr, you have the distinction of serving two non-consecutive terms as Attorney General. Only one other person has done that in the history of this country. I have to ask you this question. Of all those indictments that former President Trump faces, which one do you think should concern him most? You know, I think the most serious one and the one that I think has the most legitimacy is the one about the documents in Mar-a-Lago, because that accuses him of pretty outrageous acts of obstruction if if the allegations are true. But on the other and therefore, I think that's the most serious one. But on the other hand, that may not be tried before the election. The one that is more likely to be tried before the election is the January 6th case, and I think that's a harder case. But, you know, that will be tried, and he faces risk in that case as well. I personally think the cases in New York are political, and uh, I think they've actually backfired. Uh, The people who brought them wanted to hurt Trump, and I think they ended up helping him. And I think the case in uh, Georgia is, is much too broad and sweeping. So I think the most significant cases are the federal cases. Knowing what you know now, do you believe Donald Trump is fit to be president? I don't think Biden is anywhere near fit to be president, and I prefer not to have Trump as president. I think that there are other Republican candidates who are capable of winning massive victories to serve for at least two terms, and then possibly, like Reagan and Bush, have three terms. And I think we need something like that to turn the country around. And I think uh, that's the most important thing for the Republican Party. And I, I think Trump 
you know, will have, he may lose the election, and if he doesn't lose, it'll be a very tight election. And I think that that's throwing away a golden opportunity for the Republican Party to make the kind of fundamental uh, change in direction that we need to get this country back on track. So I've made clear that I would rather have another candidate than Donald Trump for the Republicans. But I certainly think that Biden is not fit for the presidency either. And I think our country can do better than a rerun of Biden versus Trump. Generationally, I'm wondering what the hell is going on. I mean, we had three baby boomers in a row, and then we went to somebody who was even before a baby boomer. Biden, it's time for younger leadership to step forward. Former Attorney General Bill Barr, thank you so much. And one last word from you, if Anybody out there wants more information about the fentanyl crisis, where can they go? I think the DEA drugs website has a lot of really good information on fentanyl. Sir, it's been an honor talking with you. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you, Libby.